Live from the Old Church Concert Hall in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. So I'm on the top of this ashram on the roof with this group of guys, and I'm in India. Rishikesh, land of the Rishis, lands of the seers and the prophets. For thousands of years, people have been coming to this area for enlightenment and superconsciousness. It's also situated right on the Ganges River, right coming out from its source, from the glaciers. The Ganges there is like an icy torrent that just rips through the frickin' jungle. It's not the same part of the Ganges where the dead bodies go out into the... This is the part of the Ganges where you could die, where you could be killed, because it's the white water rafting and all that, that kind of thing. But very, very powerful. And uh, my name, my Indian name was, is Dinesh. That's Dinesh, not Ganesh. And uh, that is the name of Shiva, which means Lord of the Day, the sun, and the energizer of the week. That sounds like a pretty big job to have to do. And the mantra that was given to me was Om Namah Shivai. Om Namah Shivai. Mantra is a collection of Sanskrit words that are chanted in repetition. And it, what it does is it connects you to the great whatever, your wife's self. And it, it takes you out of the outside world and puts you more in connection with yourself. And these processes are used in other religions and stuff like Catholicism. There's a lot of you know, chanting and that kind of thing. But, but what I'm talking about is using the Sanskrit text, which really will shift your entire consciousness if you surrender yourself to doing that process. So I'm on the roof with these guys, and I got my computer, and I'm telling them stories about Harakan Babaji. That was the reason why I had come to India. And I told him the story. I said, look, he, this picture is just absolutely incredible. And they're all staring at it. And I said, this young man appeared in a cave. He was like 18 or 20 years old. No one knew where he came from. He just appeared in this cave. And when he came out of the cave, he started to speak a message of truth, simplicity, love, and service to mankind. The service to mankind bit was karma yoga. That means doing an action, work, without being focused on what was going to happen in the end, but just being in the moment with the process. So I was armed with, my, with all that. Um, I also told them that his face was so electric and pulsating and magnetic that he was pulling people from all over the world between 1970 and 1984 to come sit at his feet. And ironically, many of these people ended up becoming leaders in the New Age movement or great geniuses in business. Steve Jobs was even a person that hung out with Babaji. And the Om Namah Shivai mantra is something that he gave to all of his his devotees and followers. Actually, he was the guru of the gurus, uh, the teacher of the teachers. And uh, we, they were enjoying the story, and I was too, and we started to sing a little Om Namah Shivaya, and we're, we're smoking uh, uh, charis is what they call it. It's uh, hashish, uh, the special spiritual kind of hashish. 
<laughs> you roll it up like a cigarette with tobacco, and uh, you put this hash on it. And we had a couple of them going around, and we're drinking chai, and we're singing Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. And these guys, the Indian guys are so cute, you know, with the little head thing like this going on. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. And we were really having a good time. There weren't any parents around. We were having a great time. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, from behind me, comes this man dressed in black from head to toe. And that is really weird in India, very strange. And he comes over to me. I stood up to greet him or whatever. And he said, you have no guru. Your guru is dead. Babaji is dead. And he took his fist and he punched me right on the forehead. Went flying across the rooftop. My computer went on the other side and I'm shaking, I'm shaking, I'm shaking, I'm shaking, I'm shaking. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? You're an actor, Daniel. You need to make an exit, so you better get a good exit line. And before I could finish that thought, the words of the Lord's prayer started coming out of me. My Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I was ripping that thing up like I was playing King Lear in Shakespeare. No doubt about it. And when I got finished, I had my little computer there, and I was like, if you ever touch me again, I will kill you. This is not the most Christian thing I could think of at the moment, but the desired effect it was. So I picked up my toys and I lumbered down through with my plastic shoes. We call them flip-flops. They call them plastic shoes there. And I had to climb over these boulders to try to get down to the banks of the Ganges again. And I started thinking... I was shaking and I was thinking, I was like, maybe this guy is right. I don't have a living guru. What should I do? And then I thought, well, this Prim Baba guy is here in Rishikesh, but he is from Brazil. I didn't come to India to see a guy from Brazil. It just was not happening. I didn't see it. You know, it just, I was really blocked when it came to him. There was no doubt about it. But I was so so torn up. Number one, I was spiritually humiliated about the whole thing. And I got to the banks of the Ganges and I stood there and I let that cold water come up onto my feet. And let me tell you something, that water is so motherfucking cold, it will freeze the sins right off of you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I start looking at my face and the reflection in the river. I'm like... You have just been through it all. You got ripped off by a kid. You stowed away on a train. You fucked a guy in the pasture. And why are you here? What is going... Who are you? Who are you? And in the back of my mind, I heard Baba G say, because you're Dinesh. I am Dinesh. But what the fuck is all... But I am Dinesh. And then behind me, I heard, I am Dinesh. And I'm like, What? I am Dinesh. No, I am Dinesh. No. It was a guy, a little Sadhu guy, Indian guy, and he saw that I was like distraught and he just wanted to come give me some comfort and some love and he gave me a massage which was sort of like rolfing and it was lovely. We shared a little bit to eat and he was off his own way and I decided to make the trek home which meant that I had to cross this bridge the 750-foot-long steel suspension bridge that is meant for pedestrians 
and for motorcycles, and for cows, lots of cows, cows everywhere. And the monkeys, can't forget the monkeys. The monkeys are hanging up here, here. And these are not monkeys like Curious George. <laughs> these are monkeys like <laughs> Predator. Seriously. <laughs> Very frightening. A lot of them had rabies too, so it, it was trippy. But, you know, unbeknownst, travelers be walking down and monkeys would come down and eat like things that they were eating. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'd get so close to that if I were you. And it was nice because I was back on my home turf in Luxembourg and I heard my name, Dinesh, Dinesh, how are you, Dinesh, Dinesh, come over tonight, come to the roof, Dinesh, Dinesh. I'm like, oh gosh, here I am. Oh, Om Namah Shivai, this is wonderful. And I got to the traveler's ashram where I was staying and right across the way is 13-story temple that had bells on it all the way up to the top. So all day long, it's ding, 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 all day long, ding, 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 ding. I got very used to it after a while. I got very, very tolerant of it. And at night, it got very quiet. It was very, very peaceful. And out of my tiny little ashram room that I had, I could look out on my balcony and I could see the moon as it set right there on the Ganges River. It's really, really incredible. And I could throw food to the cows <laughs> beneath me at the marketplace. I love that too. And I was very surprised because a new girl moved in next door. She took the bigger room. Her name was Conchi or Conchita. She was from Spain. And she was a devotee of Prim Babas. And she was so amazing. She, she had taken a moon dawn, which means she had shaved her head. The moon dawn is to let go of the past, all the bad, the, other energy, just to get rid of that, to allow the new and the divine, you know, to come in. And she was, she told me about Prembaba growing up being a Catholic boy, working with the shaman in the Amazonian jungle in Brazil, studying psychology and coming up to Rishikesh and being made guru within three years period of time. And he was a year, a couple of years younger than I am, actually. And she was so incredible because there she was, like this little light bulb just shining, just plugged into the Primbaba thing. It was just, it was beautiful. And I was like, that's what I want. That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to do this. So the next morning, she was gone. I, she got up, left, she was out of there. So I put my temple clothes on, which is sort of like a big skirt. You wrap it around tight and not do this kind of thing, and a long shirt, and had a little cup cup of chai just real quickly and I started my journey across that same bridge going up to the hill to where the temple is. Now interestingly when you come off of that bridge before you get to that temple there's this whole area where there are beggars and there's these are professional beggars they're in the same spot every day all year long and there was one that I absolutely loved because he looked like a Hindi Santa Claus with no legs. And he was laughing all the time. I never saw that guy with a sad face. So I'd throw him a few here and there as I was going through. And I got up to the temple. Everybody's shoes were sitting outside. You do not walk into the temple with shoes on. And um, I walked in the door. And I couldn't believe what I saw. The room, the floors were marble. The columns were marble. On the back side and on either side, it was all floor-to-ceiling windows with the Ganges right there. 
that you could see outside. And the music, oh my God. The Hindi bhajans, the holy songs, sang using Indian instruments and mixed with Brazilian instruments at the same time. So it was very sensuous too. It was a beautiful, beautiful, loving energy. And they invited me in and they hugged me and held me. And I came and I sat down and I sang the bhajans with them. And, and it was beautiful. And I awaited for the arrival of Prem Baba. This was going to be a sat song. A satsang is sort of like a, like, a, like a service to go to church when you hear a minister speak. And what happens is the guru will come in while we're doing the bhajans and whatnot. And once the guru is seated, we go into meditation for several minutes. And then the guru is moved to speak. And he speaks whatever that's coming through. It's like channeling in a way. They're called transmissions. It's very, very fascinating because I also did the Course in Miracles on a regular basis. I'd read things and come there, and he would say the same thing that I had just read about like half an hour before. Really, really fascinating. And then after that, there would be darshan. And darshan is when you actually get to go to the guru and pay your respects by uh, touching the guru's feet, kissing the guru's feet lying totally prone on the ground. It's your one-on-one -on -one connection. And so everybody's kind of lined up around the sides of these windows and whatnot. And the, <laughs> that Brazilian Hindi music is just going on. And everybody's dancing now in line to see Prambaba and the prasad. The prasad are these blessed candies and fruits and whatnot. And they're being served all around in this music and these love and these beautiful freaking people. I had just had no idea. Prim Baba, smaller than I am, his energy was huge. He walked into a room and you knew he was in there. Absolutely extraordinary. I, I quickly chose my karma, yoga. My job, I was going to clean the toilets. A little bit egotistical on my part because I thought that I could clean toilets better by could because I did it in New Orleans for 10 years. But if I really thought about things, being a middle-aged guy, wiping up other people's shit in India is probably not a good idea if you're HIV positive, like I was. But I wasn't thinking about that at the time. And we had the holy celebration. I don't know if any of you guys have you heard of holy, H-O-L-I. It's sort of like the arrival of spring, uh, Hindi Easter. It's based on a, on a myth with Krishna. And what happens is this day, the evening before is a big bonfire where you sort of like burn up your things that you want to let go of for the year. And it's mostly the men that do that. Well, there are not too many women involved with that. But then on the day of holy, <laughs> you wear white or as much white as you can get on you. And you get your collection of... Uh, powders of different colors and you start throwing them at each other and in the sky and on yourself and these colors are just going everywhere and it's Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya and people are screaming and laughing and jumping around like kids. It's so freaking cool. I love it. Everybody's a mess and Prambaba was like right in the middle of it too. It was just really extraordinary and so when it was over we went down to the Ganges River and we got into the river and those colors just came off of us and they made right into the river. And it was, what do we call it? Um, 
safe for the environment. So you guys, it's safe. They're not polluting the Ganges any more than they needed to be polluted. And um, it was really very, very, very powerful. I decided to take Diksha, which was becoming an actual disciple of Prem Baba. Uh, that was a very interesting process. I did shave my own head. I took a moon dawn, so I looked like a little light bulb for a while. And, um, oh, this, we had a week of silence at one point. And they gave you a badge to wear that had this on it, so nobody would ask you anything. Everybody knew what was going on. Oh, you're in silence. Da, 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 da. For six and a half days, I was fabulous at this. Until I'm standing in the market and I'm looking at a pomegranate and this motherfucker comes over and he runs over my foot and I'm like, motherfucker, God damn, Jesus Christ. And everybody's like looking at me with that thing of like this and they're like, what the hell's going on with this guy? I'm like, oh, jeez. I just got it maybe 12 hours too early to come back, but that's all right. And uh, the next day I was uh, sitting at the chai shop. I was barefoot. I had my bald head. I had my temple clothes on. I was reading my uh, Course in Miracles lesson for the day and um, just really kind of ruminating through my mind of everything that I had been through. And then all of a sudden, these three women came over to me, and they were, one was in yellow, one was in pink, and the other one was in orange. And the woman in orange, she had a veil kind of around her face like this, so I could see her eye, but I knew there was some kind of deformity underneath that she was hiding. And there was a gnarled hand that was sort of like this underneath the the, the scarf as well, and they looked at me, and they, they came like this. And I knew what they wanted. I knew what they wanted to do, and I really didn't even think twice about it. I just said, uh-huh. And they touched my feet. They touched my feet. This energy just kind of moved through me. This warmth, this love was just pulsating through me. And up from there, it just felt like these tingly, like little fireworks that are moving up and through me. And they looked at me and I looked at them and I know there was a tear dropping out of my eyes and they were gone. Absolutely extraordinary because I knew that those women could see something in me that I hadn't seen in myself yet. But that was the whole reason I was there, was to learn what love really was, to have an experience of that, to be a conduit of that. I try to live by those principles of truth, simplicity, and love. And Prem Baba says that once one becomes enlightened, their job is to bring the very best out of whoever's in front of you. And that's a beautiful thing. Before I finish, I want to share a little Hindi prayer with you all, directed to the people of Rishikesh. They have been having an extraordinary time with floods and mudslides and all kinds of stuff. It's rough to live there all year long, and so I just want to send thanks and love to all the people that loved me and nurtured me and put up with me in my process. 
Om Bhu Bratsava Tat Savatu Varyam Bargo Devasya Dimahi Dioyona Prachodayat. And I know most of you know that Namaste means the light in me sees the light in you. Namaste, Namaste, Namaste. Thank you.